Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings and welcome to Warren Radio. This is Tower and I'm here with the Watchman and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence to us through our contact page at warn-usa.com. You can also find Warren Radio on USA.life, MeWe, Parlor, CloudHub, Tumblr, Pure Social, Spreely, and Linktree. You can listen and download our shows by going to warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. You can also find Warren Radio on the following website streamers, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes Player, Apple Podcast, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Warren Radio Visions on Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Anchor, Deezer, Podchaser, and Verbal. And don't miss these posts on warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. Age of Lawlessness Confronts Righteousness Here we look at the horizon while seeing the fulfillment of prophecy. But on the agenda, the age of lawlessness confronts the righteousness of the Lord God and those who believe in Him. Post Excuse me, transforming hope. Through the glass darkly, hope and transformation bring us into the arena of hope and our future. To be sure that today we are seeing through the glass darkly, but one day we shall see all things face to face. And the latest posts on warn-usa.com. Righteous Branch, Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 15 on battle lines. Righteous Branch, Isaiah is one of the most prophetic and metaphoric works in Scripture today. Although a long time ago, we find out that in the nations of men and women, the evil that pulls us from the Lord God has not changed. And on warn-usa.com, the Gospel Prophecy Advocacy, Fulfilling Jesus, persecuted on Warren Radio. It is everlasting and the wicked shall pass away, as will all the former things. This week we also find the judgment along with glory as the Lord God delivers a devastating blow to pride and a conquering army. And check out the book, The Rising by the watchman Dana Glenn Smith. It's a Christian fiction thriller There's danger and intrigue. Dark forces are plotting. The nation is at risk. Can Mac save the United States? The Rising details a takeover of America with dark forces that plot to bring the country into the globalist new order. You can find the the Rising on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, Ingram, Walmart, Robertson and many more, and the ebook is featured on Google, on Google Play. Be sure to go to warn-usa.com. Oh, I'm sorry. 
Go to DanaGlennSmith.com to sign up for the WIBR Warren Radio Newsletter. And also, there you can visit our Christian books, books and resource shop where we feature the rising and other Christian books, as well as resources from our Vision Media. And now I welcome in the Watchman. You're listening to Warren Radio on the WIBR Warren Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn. Welcome to another Friday edition of Sound the Shofar, the show that uh, today we're covering the final portion of Hebrews 11, and uh, we look at the things in the world, we discuss scripture, we look over things. Shabbat begins tonight. The bottom line of it is, is that God is in charge. Although the nations of men have the rule, and he allows them to go forward, there is a point when which he stands up and says, that's enough. So the next question is, does God really stand? Well, yes, he did. He came in human form. Yahshua said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. God is the Spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. And we are filled with his Spirit. We've all been witnessing the carnage going on in the Ukraine. And one day Putin will pay for what he does. He thinks he got away with it. Because he's the ruler of Russia and he thinks as a Russian dictator he can do whatever he wants. And in Russia he can. And in this timid, backslid, screwed up world, only in this type of an America would you have somebody like Biden who does what he does. One of the most foolish administrations that we have ever had the unprivilege of having. But the reason we have him is one word, judgment. And of course this is not a severe judgment. You may think it is, but there can be worse. But you see, in God's judgment, there is always mercy. Except when you get to the point in his judgment when it's too late because you haven't repented. And one day, that'll, that'll come. But today, 
there's still time to repent. Now you see the problem we have over in Ukraine is that those who wanted to stand up, Zelensky misread the West. The West was never going to intervene militarily. Never. Putin, when he threatened nukes, he knew they weren't going to fight. He knew America wouldn't do anything. <clears throat> and uh, last word I heard from some of the news... Of course, we all know that Biden and the administration, while joining the rest of the world in teaching Russia a lesson through these, you know, whatever you want to call them, sanctions. You know, that's the first thing the West calls for, sanctions. But people can live through sanctions, especially when you have dictators. Or in Iran's form, you have the Ayatollah. And uh, while the sanctions have caused trouble in Iran, there's still Iran. And so while Biden joined all the entire West and East and everywhere else, everybody's condemning Russia. Yeah, your words don't hurt. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but names will never hurt me. And we're good at throwing words out. Our social media is full of immature knuckleheads that spend their time commenting on things, and I do it too. But you see, the thing of it is, I don't do it much, and when I do do it, I do it on purpose to put down scriptures and things. <laughs> but the people, 99.99% of the time, will, that you want to tell something... They'll never hear you. They'll never read it. They don't care. And uh, that's the way it is. We're a nation and a world of tellers. Putin told us what he was going to do. And he didn't care what the world did. And Biden told the world, we're going to have sanctions. We're going to teach him a lesson. We're going to stand up. And then when they got done with that, and I read the article where they had said that, that they had decided that they would buy, continue to buy Russian oil so it wouldn't be so bad for us. <laughs> God help us. What kind of a mind thinks like that? Just absolutely dumbfounding. To come out of a leader... Who would think that way? And further, 
So now they're talking to Iran about getting oil out of Iran and everything. Now, America has plenty of oil. We had an abundance under, under Trump, and we were a world leader. But Biden decided that he would get rid of all that because he's surrounded with idiots that don't know anything except their hatred for America and oil, and many of them are married to Mother Earth, and they worship it just like in Gaia. Now, you see, I like nature as much as the next guy, and I can go up here in our neck of the woods and find some of the most beautiful things there is. But I don't worship nature. I don't worship planet Earth. The curse is going to, well, actually, Isaiah says it has devoured the Earth. The same curse in the beginning. And everything you see is a result of sin and the fall. You see, we call it the fall of man, but it was more than that. Everything fell. So we have the ability to have oil, coal, and gas. And if we ever went to a major world war, like in World War II, Biden had just made sure we would never win because of his stupid, idiotic, moronic declarations an agenda to get rid of everything that Trump did, including the border. If Biden would have just kept his head out of the toilet and looked around and thought for himself rather than all the morons around him, then he would have known that in order to be a good president, someone on top of everything, just leave the border alone and let the people do their work. See, because the more people you let in, the more chaos there's going to be. And when you give people things for free, they don't appreciate it. Not at all. See, my ancestors came to America through Ellis Island. Well, some of them. But the early ones were here at the beginning of America. That's right. Our roots go back. According to our fathers in the family who researched it. Back to the beginning of America when our family was given land for great deeds that our ancestors did. One in particular. We've got documents. Whoopee. But the thing of it is, is that there's a way to get in. There's a way not to get in. And when they provide everything for these, pay them everything, give them money, and virtually, you know, they don't do it for anybody on the street. They just do it for all the ones coming over. And none of the ones that came in through the southern border had to have a mask. They weren't tested for COVID. And they were shuttled around America at night by Biden like a bunch of drug smugglers. This is a corrupt administration, and I've said this repeatedly. It's not going to do things right. It's not going to do anything to heal America. By accident, maybe, but not on purpose. What you've seen with the beginning of Biden was the beginning of a judgment. 
How long is it going to go? I have no idea. I wasn't told that. But I know for a fact that the times in which we live tell us that we better wake up. Now we'll move on. Hebrews 11.32 And what shall I more say? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon, of Barak, of Samson, of Jephthah, David also, and Samuel, and of the prophets. Now you see, for those of you in the Gentile Goyim world, in all of our big fancy churches in the West, and all of your gold and your silver and your fineries that you have, including clothes on the floor, I use that term loosely from a brother in Christ that came to a big meeting I was at. Uh, the church itself was over 20,000. I'm not sure the exact number. It was Rod Parsley's church. And we were up there for an ordination and a stuff. And I got prayed for and was up there for the ordination because I was being ordained. And uh, this brother from Africa didn't know how to get the Coke machine to work. So we went over to help him. We got to talking to him, and he had flown over. And had gotten there. And he told us, he says, you guys got clothes on the floor. This is really nice. We said, clothes? And he pointed to the floor. <laughs> We said, that's carpet. Here's a brother in Christ that that they flew all the way over because he didn't fly himself. He didn't have any money. And he was in there to get ordained, I believe. I'm not sure. I don't know. But we talked for a while and parted, and he continued chatting with others. You know, you don't know how well you have it in America. You know, and I was born in America. The roots, my roots, as I said, go clear back to the beginning. Not all the family, but one side of it. That's a, that's a fact as far as we're concerned. But even if it wasn't, I'm still here. It's not my fault that I was born in America. But what God will hold me to is what I do with that. And I can tell you right now, the Lord God expects the churches in the West who have all their nice big fancy churches, who have doctors, who have lawyers, who have cars, who have jobs, who have retirements, many of whom have nice retirements, comfy retirements, big homes, can go on vacations, and many other luxuries. He expects you to do more than pad your own pocket. He expects you to do something to help the brethren over the seas who by no fault of their own 
Look at the children that were born in Ukraine, many of whom, you know, Russia even, <laughs> and I think Toronto did the same thing. They, they were locking children up along with their parents. Yeah, that's the socialist of Trudeau. And in Ukraine, well, you know, if they were locked up in, in a Russian jail, maybe they would be safer and maybe they wouldn't. But they would be alive. But because of the Russian barrages and the unmitigated bombing, and, and I got news for you. They're not bombing the entire country. They're just bombing the part of Ukraine that Zelensky and his people are in. Because some of the other Russian, really close to Russia in heritage, they're not bombing. But there was a city they were bombing that had Russian heritage. So here we are in a modern world. And we're looking at scripture now. That many in the church. And let's just say in the West, in America. And I affectionately use the Western church for all of the Western civilized nations who became Christian. Europe, Great Britain, Scandinavian countries, Canada, you know, the whole thing. North America, and even over into New Zealand and Australia and other areas. And you see, we've used these scriptures. But it happened a long, long time ago when we threw out the Jewishness of the faith. But yet, we continued with the Bible that had a Jewish Messiah. A Jewish God who said, I am the Almighty in Revelation 1. He said, I'm the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. He told the Jews, unless you believe, I am he, the greater son of David, the Messiah. You will die in your sins. And so we've been going through Hebrews 11. And for the church and even the white supremacists. Now, of course, the leftists like to accuse Trump supporters, Christians, and patriots of being Nazis. And they'll even, and I've even been accused of being uh, anti-Semite on social media because a Jew didn't like me talking about the Jewish Jesus, the Yahshua, Hamashiach. And I found another one, a Baptist. You see, I got news for you boys and girls. 
we're going through the Hall of Faith, and the examples are Jews, Hebrews. You don't like it? Then don't read the Bible. Get your butt out of it. Go read something else. But if you want the Word of God, if you want to know who God sent, if you want to believe and receive eternal life, then understand this. Salvation is of the Jews. It came through Judah, the lion of the tribe of Judah. The prophets, the red line of redemption that we call affectionately in the prophetic realm, runs through the entirety of the Jewish scriptures. So while the Jews have the Tanakh, we have the Bible. We have the Old and New Testament. <laughs> now, so in verse 33, it says, Who through faith subdued kingdoms. That's what we need today. That's the kind of faith we need, folks. We need to subdue the kingdom of darkness. We need to bind the powers of darkness. We need to bind the Putins of this world. We need to bind the death angel. We need to bind this stuff. You need to command God's angels. Send them there. Bring them down. Stop them. But no, we sit in our churches. We go to church. We feel terrible. We pray little, little prayers. And the wickedness keeps going. When the Lord was confronted with wickedness in the temple, he took a stick or a whip, overturned the money changers' tables, and chased them out. One guy. Chased them all out. It was like he was a raving lunatic. Get out of here! Get out of here! Get out of here! You have made my father's temple into a den of thieves. Get out of here! What do we do? We make excuses. So before you tell me how righteous you are, how great your church is, how great your pastors are in America, know this, you need to repent along with everybody else. You're not going to subdue any kind of a kingdom. The kingdom of darkness is going to subdue you. Well, no, it's not. The kingdom of darkness, my friends, have already subdued us by destroying this country because of our sins. We have sold ourselves just like Israel did through our own sins. Have we stood up against the tide of immorality and godlessness? Major waves of godlessness that began. We've done nothing. We sat in our churches and our pews. We sat for decades while we listened to preachers tell us that 
What you need to do is believe for prosperity and riches. And I've heard major evangelists talk about that. And some of them are still preaching today. You cannot have joy without money, they say. One even used the fact of driving the old big fancy limo, uh, you know, Cadillacs. Not limo, but the cad. And having a nice house and showing them this is what Jesus is all about. That's anathema. Who through faith subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of sword, out of weakness were made strong, waxed valiant in fight, turned to flight the armies of the aliens, women received their dead, raised to life again, others were tortured, not accepting deliverance that they might obtain a better resurrection, and others had a trial of cruel mockings and scourgings, moreover of bonds and imprisonment. They were stoned, they were sawn asunder, were tempted, were slain with the sword, wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered forth in deserts, but they made sure they had Cadillacs with air conditioners on. And they had all kinds of goodies in their refrigerated compartments. And they went to the luxury condos in the mountains and they would visit the interesting portions of the dens and the caves. And so these people obtained a good report through faith. Did they? No. Of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in deserts and mountains and dens and caves of the earth. And if they didn't make a fire, they didn't get warm. If they didn't find food, there was no food. So please, don't sicken me with... Oh, your man-made platitudes, man-made denominations. Now, I'm not saying church is bad. But I'm telling you, you don't put all your, well, faith in these man-made denominations. What I'm trying to tell you, you need to make sure you know who your source is. You know, David Wilkerson originally was associated with the Assemblies of God. He went independent. But the thing of it is, is that we need to make sure we're focusing. That's what I'm trying to tell you. These were the examples that were given to us to sum up the chapter on faith. But you see, they subdued kingdoms. They 
had righteousness. They obtained the promises, and like Daniel, who was in the lion's den, the mouths of the lions were stopped. And when you have war and violence, you have fire. Things catch on fire. Well, they quenched the violence of fire. And, of course, the next part of that is they escaped the edge of the sword. When you see war, you're going to have fire. You're going to have the sword. You're going to have life. You're going to have death. Out of weakness were made strong. Wax valiant and fight and turn to flight the armies of the aliens. That's the ones who invaded. There was people that were raised to life again that were dead. People were tortured. And it says here an interesting thing, not accepting deliverance that they might obtain a better resurrection. In other words, it indicates there's a choice whether or not you want to be martyred or not. It's also interesting to note that in Revelation, I think it is 12.11. They overcame... By the blood of the Lamb, the word of their testimony, and they love not their lives unto the death. Yeah, it's 12.11. I knew it was, but had to check. You see, the thing of it is, I mean, for a long time... There was a schism between the Christian church and the Messianic Jews. Matter of fact, there was a time when it was illegal for a Christian who belonged to the standard church. And at this time, there was only one church, the Rome church. They wanted to have their own faith. And you can find this in the church history. It's there. There was a lot of councils that dealt with a lot of these issues. See, and then suddenly the, the Jesus, who they didn't go around the streets of Jerusalem calling him Jesus. That's the American word, the English word. Our English came out of the Latin anyway. And our New Testament's written in Greek. But it's also written in other languages. But you see, you, do, you know... And we're hearing today, and we've been hearing it for years, that whites are racist, that it's all their problem. Well, that's convenient. But you're just lying to yourself. Because the problem is sin and pride. 
And you know, the thing about sin and pride, they don't care whether you're black or white or what color you are. And the same sin will destroy the same person and the same soul if you don't take care of it. And then they start arguing over what color Jesus is, Yahshua. And I've had a major Jewish prophet come out in a meeting and said, well, Jesus is black, so get over it. Really? And that's fine. It doesn't make any difference to me. But I'll tell you what color Jesus is. Yahshua. The color is glorified. Glorified. That's right. And there's going to be many souls who are given new bodies that are glorified. So stop with your pathetic pandering. And there's a lot of this out there. Been out there for ages. The church turned away from the truth a long time ago. And they've twisted it and added their little different changes and portions. We've convinced ourselves there's three different raptures. Pre-trib, mid-trib, post-trib. And we have all kinds of theologies and all kinds of man-made opinions on everything. So you, you know, you can go to one church. If you don't like their theology, just go research and find the one you like. And then you're going to feel comfortable. But listen, Baptists, and listen, Assemblies of God. Listen, Southern Baptists. Y'all going to have to get along together in heaven. Because the way we get along today, God's going to have to put up a partition between everybody in order to keep them happy. Because he said one of the reasons that they're going to know that you're my disciples, that you have love one for another. We have love within our church. We have love for our doctrines. But we don't have love for the other people. Now you see of all these. We're wandering around. Now society has changed some. But see today we've got an entire nation. Ukraine now that is wandering around. And they went into other nations to be taken care of because one pompous Yehu, we could call him an asshole. Well, you're not supposed to say that. Well, that's what he is. And he's also damnable. And he's wrong. He's wicked. He's prideful. And he will pay for it. He's got blood on his hands now. This is called blood guilt. And he chose to go into Iran. He knew what he was going to do. And he virtually destroyed most of the country. He's killed a lot of innocent people, even Russians. And he feels vindicated now because his military did it. Meanwhile, if you really look behind the scenes, you'll find a lot of these young men in the Russian military didn't even know they were going to war. 
They didn't know what they were going to do. They thought they were going to go on maneuvers. They didn't know they were supposed to go there and destroy Ukrainian cities and kill people. And I've seen, and there's a lot of false stuff on absolutely ridiculous, false, lying stuff on social media. And they were saying that no innocent civilians were killed. It was a major article, matter of fact. And they're wrong. At the time they said it, it didn't really come out. But I knew it because I'd been researching it, watching it as it happened. And you try to tell me while you sit over there in Europe and Biden sits over in the White House that we're okay now because we did a few sanctions on Russia. Russia isn't going anywhere. Matter of fact, they're going to take on Israel. And because you won't do it, somebody will. And that name is the Lord God. Matter of fact, the Jews talk about it a lot. It's the Ezekiel 38 and 39 war. And then, of course, you have the main part of Armageddon itself where they're gathered at Israel for judgment. Now, God does say, I will gather them and judge them at Jerusalem. So in the book of faith, of whom the world was not worthy, they wandered in deserts and mountains and dens and caves of the earth, and these all, having obtained a good report through faith, received not the promise. And God, having provided something better for us, that they without us should not be made perfect. There was coming a time when Yasha would come, die on the cross, unite everybody. So that we would all be together. There is a promise. There is a redemption. Many years ago, I watched a segment of Bear Grylls as he was, I think it was Turkey. And he went to an area that's clear out in the middle of nowhere, and he was pointing to holes in the rocks that you couldn't even get to. Now, he could because he's, he's a climber. And he pointed out this is where the Christians fled from persecution. From persecution, they lived there by this little river out clear out in the middle of nowhere. And we know of another story of a woman who, by the time we seen her, was an old woman. She had lived there all of her life. She was up in northern Siberia. Nobody even knew she was there. Her dad took, her, took his family to get away from the persecution of the Russian Orthodox Church that was going on at the time. Now, the official church within Russia is the Russian Orthodox Church. Now, in the old days... And this goes back to the 60s and 70s. We used to be able to see various groups. They had Baptists over there and other groups in Russia. 
I don't know what happened to all of them. But, you know, there came a time when you didn't see those, that information anymore. It disappeared. But you see, yeah, Putin has a, a church there. Just like China has a church. China's rewriting the Bible. Because just like Psalms 2 says, they're challenging everything that the Lord God did. And so, yeah, China has a Bible. They're going to have a Bible. Now, see, the devil did it, too. It's called the Satanic Bible. I've actually held the Satanic Bible when someone that was working in the restaurant I was called himself Satan. I thought he was nuts. And he was nuts by some of the things he did. But I looked at some of the stuff within the Satanic Bible. But I can tell you what impressed me is when I really needed the Lord and I truly repented and came to him many years ago alongside a road, a desert, cars going by, and God called me to repentance in the cab of that truck. He was there with me. And so powerful was this. I listened to every word he told me. I stopped the tr truck. He didn't tell me to stop the truck. I stopped the truck. I got out and got on my knees alongside that road. Out in the middle of nowhere. And I can take you to the spot today. And that happened... Many, many decades ago. I know. And from that point on, I knew. It's called deliverance. Being born again by the Spirit. And we need to wake up in this country. If you want America to stay America, the one we used to know, it's not that anymore. Then things have got to change. But you're on a road right now because Biden is the sign of that judgment. How long is the judgment? I have no idea. I was just told the sign. And I was shown a vision with it. And the only thing that I can tell you is the vision that went with that was frightening. Now, I don't personally care whether you believe it or not. I don't talk about these things much. I don't like to talk about them. And when you put things on social media, you have instant experts. And I have been preaching and teaching on the WIBR Warren Radio. And it's coming up 25 years. But you see, that wasn't the beginning of our ministry. Our ministry goes back 
to when we first went to Bible school in the mid-70s. Yes, Tower and I have been on this path a long time, and it has not been easy. It's been gut-wrenching. There has been troubles and trials along the way. There's been pitfalls. I can't even begin to tell you. But God, through the way, was honing me for a purpose. Now, I'm going to tell you something. God has established Tower and I here for a reason. We are supposed to be here. We are to do what we're doing. And we use technology to get this around the world. We have friends around the world. We are concerned about the brethren in Ukraine, as I know many are. George Thomas is in Ukraine somewhere. Maybe he's out of Ukraine by now. But he's a CBN special uh, correspondent. He'd been with CBN forever. There's a number of organizations that were setting up distribution centers to help the Ukrainians. And they had already set them up before this latest round of bombing. Now, I don't know if they're even alive. I don't know where they are. But you see, these things are on my heart. As is a ministry by the name of Bibles for the Mideast who has a small little umbrella church there. They have a vast network of churches. They're in Africa. They're in India. A lot of places all over. You'll never hear of them. Because they're not like the major ministries and others that try to get attention. Verse 39, And these all, having obtained a good report through faith, received not the promise. Now see, they were looking forward to the coming of the Messiah. We're looking backward to when he came and he fulfilled it. And now we're looking together with those who went before us to the coming of Christ when he comes and he puts down those, it says, he will destroy those who have destroyed the earth. Now think about that. He will destroy those who have destroyed the earth. There are those today that are destroying the earth. Putin is one of those destroyers. And they even locked up the massive crowds that were protesting this. There was a big crowd, a lot of them. And they locked him up. Putin the other day talked about they're going to initiate firing squads. 
Now you see, now you're getting into Stalin. Into Mao territory. Putin's going to go down into history, all right. But as soon as he dies and meets the Lord, he's going to go down somewhere else. But I have the Russian Orthodox Church. I took communion. Yeah, but you have thousands of people on your hands that you're personally responsible for that at your hands they died. In America, we have those people that want to kill babies right out of the womb. Joe Biden and the Democrats up there were trying to pass legislation to take the rights away from states in abortion and a lot of other things in order in other words to continue to kill babies this guy's a catholic the pope met with him joe said that he told me to keep doing what i'm doing well i don't know what he said but i got news for you every church leader every so-called pope every leader Every person on the street, everybody, everywhere, every soul will be held accountable to the Lord God for the things you've done in this body. That's why Yahshua came. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And the soul that sinneth it shall die. To as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. That's in John 1. He has provided a way for us to repent, find forgiveness, be reunited in him, and walk as he wants us to walk. But see, the Lord warned us not in John 3.16. You go down. And it says they won't come because they love darkness more. That's where we're at today. It was always there, that choice. But it's even greater today. Because there's another light coming. It's a light of deception and it's here now. It's dim compared to the eternal light of Yahshua. You can't hold a candle to him. But make sure that this light of deception is bright enough to fool the nations, and it will. And that's where you're going to get the son of perdition. That's where you're going to get the beast. And they're talking about the mark and all these other controls. Dear God in heaven, we were talking about the mark back in the 70s. The mark threat is always going to be there. Get off the mark threat. People need to repent today. People spend more time prophesying, trying to scare the hell out of people. You need to understand things. If you're found in Christ, you're going to be fine. You may die for your faith, but you're going to be fine. Matter of fact, the Lord said, not a hair of your head will perish. 
Make no mistake, we're in the time where people are going to die for their faith. They already have. They've been doing it all the time. The last days, the last time began in the days of the apostles. So I affectionately call the days we're living in the end of the end days, the last of the last days. That's not a theological term, that's just my description. And as far as the rapture goes, I go whenever the Lord calls us. Now see, I'm Tower and I are all willing and ready to go in a pre-trib rapture whenever he's ready. Or a mid-trib. Or a post-trib. We don't worry about that. That's not an issue. And so, by the time you get done with Hebrews 11, <laughs> for a church, the Gentile Goyim church, who tried to get rid of the Jewishness of the Bible, to use Hebrews 11 as their example of faith, when they're all Jews, all Hebrews. That is the epitome of being nuts. But see, that's our history. You know, they actually made laws that if you light a candle like a Jew and celebrate any of their special holy days, you're going to be in trouble with the church. One of the greatest persecutors of Christians in the world was the Roman church. They even had inquisitors that would send out and I can tell you there's nobody like a religious inquisitor because they're willing to put you on the rack and break every freaking bone in your body to get you to cry out what they want to hear and I guarantee you you're going to break and then they kill you. Either that or you're maimed for life. We don't trust in the human. We trust in the God above the human. Yahshua, Jesus Christ, who died for our sins, who united us with the Father, our God. We thank you, Lord God, for your mercy. Bless those who hear this whenever they hear it. Have mercy on them. Bless them. Heal them. Heal their bodies if they're sick. Bring them to you if they don't know you. And guide their steps in these perilous times. And Lord, in Jesus' name, deliver the brethren that are in Ukraine. We thank you, Father. And in Jesus' name, I bind you, Satan, and the powers of darkness from the preaching, teaching, streaming of this word. Don't forget to go by our websites at warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. Check out my new book, The Rising. Be sure to check it out in 
and get a copy and read it. There are some special sections in there you're not going to find anywhere. Till next time, be safe. Be found in the Lord. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio.